Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. So happy to be here with you today. The music in the background is from our good buddy, Ryan O'Neill, also known as Sleeping at Last. And this is his Enneagram 7 song. Yes, we're still living in those good days of Ennea summer. Make sure you check out all his songs. You can look on Spotify, wherever you love to listen to music. There's so much good stuff from Sleeping at Last. You guys, you guys, we are so excited and just like beyond honored to introduce you today to our newest podcast on the That Sounds Fun Network. Just as a quick reminder as to what a network is, imagine a podcast network like an amusement park with lots of different rides. If you know and love this show and the That Sounds Fun Network, we bet you're going to like all the other shows or rides, if you will, and really love a few of them. As the network continues to grow, we will offer you a diverse collection of podcasts that entertain, impact, help, and bless you and the people that you love. You can actually learn more and read all about our shows at thatsoundsfunnetwork.com. The Matthew West Podcast is a perfect fit for the That Sounds Fun Network. We already know and love Matthew and his wife, Emily, around here. They were on a 2020 Couples episode in February, but the Matthew West Podcast is a whole new thing. Y'all, Matthew is an incredible host. The show is so, so entertaining, and we sing the theme song around the office uh, daily, and we are sure that this is the kind of show your whole family is going to enjoy. And that really matters to me. With as many, many BFFs as I have, it really matters to me and the rest of the team here at the network. So go ahead and subscribe anywhere you love to listen to podcasts. Like literally whatever app you're using right now, go search for the Matthew West podcast and hit subscribe. And in fact, the first three episodes are there for you. And his show will release every Wednesday. Matthew joined me in the That Sounds Fun podcast studio to talk about the start of this new and incredibly fun adventure. And in this conversation, you're actually going to get to hear a little of his first episode. So here's my chat with the newest host joining the That Sounds Fun network, host of the Matthew West podcast, Mr. Matthew West himself. Okay, let's talk about it, Matthew West. Let's do it. You're starting a podcast. I'm so excited. You come on here one time in February, and the next phone call I get <laughs> is that you're doing your own. Well, you're just ready to beat us all at our own game. You inspired me. <laughs> I don't know about that. You did. I'm super excited. And to be partnering with your network, it's an honor for oh, sure. Oh, man. Well, it's an honor for us. It was an easy yes, I think, all around. It just felt really right. Tell me why you're doing a show, for real. Well, for real, um, I <laughs> I joked in uh, one of the promos. I was like, you know, here's the truth. I researched the podcast world for months, and I came to the conclusion that there are just not enough podcasts <laughs> in the world. <laughs> the world needs one more, and so I'm here to answer that call. <laughs> yeah, I will do it. <laughs> no, um, you know, it's something that um, it was funny. Is like a few years ago, I was working with this company that was just helping my new management company, mm -hmm. and they had told me like, we really think that you should do a podcast. And it was, this was like a few years ago, and I was yeah. like, man, I really feel like. I don't know, it just feels like that space is crowded. And it just didn't like hit me that that was the right time for me. Yeah. And then um, three years later, like the space is even more crowded. But I was like, it just felt like this is something I've always wanted to do. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is uh, quarantine will do some crazy things because a lot of things that were exhausting my energies when went we away. Travel and when we when you could do more. Yeah, all the touring the I was doing was yeah. making certain dreams of mine stay on the back burner. Hmm. And so I quickly realized like this could be an opportunity for something to not be on the back burner yeah. anymore. And so it really felt like this was the right time to like dive fully into this dream of putting out a podcast. And I'm excited. The real answer is I'm I'm super excited and passionate about stories yeah. and helping people discover that there's power in their story. And a lot of that comes from just meeting so many people in my travels that have been made to feel like their story mm -hmm. is insignificant or it doesn't matter. And uh, I'm hoping that this podcast is going to really empower people to realize, no, no, your, your story is not lost. It's yeah. not too messed up for God to use. Every show we have on the network, I think we've told you this, but we dream of it like an amusement park. Yeah. If someone shows up, they can ride all these different rides. Yeah. And so your show isn't like anything else we've got on the network. It feels like one of those 
I, and I want you to talk about the segments because it feels like one of those shows where the whole family can be riding along and listen. Everybody's going to like it. The kids are going to like it because you've written a bop of a song to Theme go in the song. beginning. Yeah. And yeah. then, but it also feels like on a Sunday night when everybody's sitting around, it's going to come out every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, yeah. But on, you know, Wednesday night at dinner, while everybody's getting dinner ready, you can just play in the house and everybody's going to love it. I hope so. Well, that's how we feel about your show, by the I, way. I, so I like, and you've done this for a long time and I've, I've gotten into like, first of all, what's interesting is like, to me, I don't think you can do something that you don't love enjoying on your own time anyway. Uh, so so yeah. for me, like That's I've good. been falling in love with listening to podcasts. So I've been taking these long like exercise walks and I put yeah. my, my AirPods in and I'm listening to podcasts and I'm feeling like I'm just, it's helping me grow. And especially, I mean, we talked yeah. off, we talked off the mic about just the, the Ennius summer and the impact that it's been having on me. And it's like, man, I really love the thought of as a community, I've never thought of myself as just a recording artist, but more a, a communicator. Yeah. And what a great opportunity for like the podcast to kind of help facilitate that for me yeah. to communicate hope to people. But from a format standpoint, it was like, okay, what do I want this to be? And it yeah. could be anything. anything. So sometimes that makes it hard just to press go, <laughs> right? But I really just kind of started thinking, okay, I would love to talk to people who uh, have inspired me, right? So some of my favorite artists, authors, athletes, you know, influencers, people whose stories have impacted me and have a unique conversation with them. Right. So, uh, like a guy like Mark Hall from casting crowns, like he and I have been like really close friends for a long time. And so we might be able to have a, a different kind of conversation and even talking about some of the songs we've written together, but pulling stuff out of his story that I know is going to challenge and inspire people. And then also in every episode, there's a segment called songs from the story house. Now the story house is my studio. It's my home studio where I make my records, but it's now also where we, are recording the podcast. That's kind of cool, right? It's fun. That both things are born there now. Absolutely. That's so really we're cool. not just writing the songs and recording the songs, but we're getting to tell the stories about the songs as yeah. well. So there's going to be a segment in every episode that has this musical tilt to it. And a lot of times I'll be talking with, you know, somebody whose story inspired my song. That's a big part of my creative process is I collect people's stories and then their stories inspire songs. So in one of the episodes, you might hear from a 14 year old William who overcame just impossible odds in his life. And uh, he inspired a song that I wrote called Walking Miracles. And so instead of hearing me talk about it, you're going to get to hear this incredible kid. He's so cute talking about it. Isn't he? It's just, and when I hear people's stories like that, like a lot of people, a lot of people ask me like, what is it about someone's story that makes you turn it into a song? And the short answer is when I hear someone's story and I think, first of all, my life is better after hearing that story. Mm, Second of all, who wouldn't benefit from 60 seconds of hearing this person talk? And I'm like, I want the world to hear that. So in a way you could look at the songs from the story house segment as being like a chance to shine a bright light on somebody's story. Who's maybe an unsung hero, someone who's changing their corner of the world. And that gets me excited to showcase those people. And then, I mean, that's what you're doing in both those segments. Really? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're just literally pointing us to other people that we want to be friends with. That's That's so cool. Which I mean, and that's what you're showing does and I feel like that's been a good example for me to go mm-hmm. okay how does that look how do you highlight the stories of people's lives and yeah. what's interesting is as I'm creating this podcast I'm realizing it's not far removed from how I've been writing my songs really? you know my songs are written from this inspiration of I want the world to hear about this woman Renee yeah. whose daughter was killed by a drunk driver but this journey of her learning how how to forgive the guy who committed the crime and now how they're speaking to schools and prisons about the power of forgiveness. Like, I want the world to hear that story. Mm -hmm. So I write a song called Forgiveness, and then it kind of takes on a life of its own. I hope the podcast can really facilitate that as well and help us to kind of go, wait a minute. Okay, so nothing is wasted. Like, even those parts of our stories, God can create something good out of it. So it's kind of fun. So after the Williams, or after the story... Songs from the Storyhouse. Yes. What's the next segment? Okay, so it's three segments in every episode. So the first one is that interview um, with one of my friends, an influencer, or whoever it might be. The second one, Songs from the Storyhouse, which is a really fun aspect and a musical component. And then every episode closes with a segment called Dad Vice. I and can't wait. My dad joins me for a few minutes at every episode. He still doesn't understand what a podcast <laughs> is. So he, you just tell him to talk into yeah, a microphone. He just sits in front of the mic. <laughs> And he asked, I was like, and I always ask him, like, Dad, how you doing today? He's like, good. I just have one question. What is this we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but, you know, my dad's been a pastor for over 40 years, yeah. and he served for 38 years at the same church. Oh, my god! In the suburbs of Chicago. That is so rare. Yeah. I mean, incredible. Wow. And now he travels with me full time, and yeah. we have a nonprofit ministry. So he serves as our band's chaplain on the road, That's but he cool. also prays with people at our concerts. And he's somebody who, like, it's so funny. My like people come to the shows and like, I got to meet your dad. I got to meet you. I love your dad. I feel like people love my dad more than me. It's like, <laughs> he's just got this magnetic thing about him. Yeah. But more importantly, he's just always given me incredible advice. And admittedly, I haven't always. Yeah, I was going to say, did y'all always get along <laughs> this well? No, no, absolutely not. Which yeah. is what's so cool about it now that yeah. we're actually in ministry together. And so I wanted to have a moment for him to just, share some encouragement. So every yeah. episode closes with an encouraging word, a scripture, something that my dad, you know, feels like the Lord's been showing him. And he's really someone that I've looked up to and continue to look up to from a spiritual standpoint, you know, not, uh, he was always someone who was the first to admit that he's not perfect, but that he knew that he was going to lean into a relationship mm. with Christ. And, and really, I mean, my parents are the ones who who encouraged me first and foremost, man, the most yeah. important decision you'll ever make is is to have a relationship with the Lord. So right. it's fun to be able to share my dad with the world. Yeah. So so dad advice will be the closing segment of yeah. every episode. So that describes really the first, you know, three episodes every month will yeah. be like that. And oh then, yeah, talk about this. This is so cool. Then there's a, the final episode every month is going to be sort of like what we would facilitate on the road where before yeah. shows you have this kind of VIP Q&A, yeah. which, you know, people will come early and they'll get to ask questions. And I get to maybe share a bit more of my story before the show, more than I would during a normal concert sure. where you're mostly singing. And so though sometimes those experiences are like the most incredible moments really? where people get a chance to share a bit of their story share how a song has impacted them or ask me a question and I get to share a little bit. I've seen the Lord show up in those times before the concert and it really winds up setting the stage for what's about to take place. Because you already kind of know what's out there. Yeah. Yeah. You have a, like a little pool of yeah. people that you went like, if that's happening here, that's, I used to feel that too. Back, back when you used to be on the road. No, exactly. When you hear the Q&A, you're like, Oh man, there's stuff going. These four things oh. are going on out in that audience. I'm going to think about that the whole show. Well, and Annie, the the perspective that's gained when you start to realize what's behind the faces that you're singing mm. for. Like mm -hmm. so ever since I've collected people's stories which started several years ago, I've never once wondered what I'm supposed to write a song about. Right. And I think likewise, I'm not wondering what the podcast needs to be about because yeah. people are telling me this is what's going on in my life mm -hmm. and I need a song about this or I need to. Yeah. And so, you know, and really what a lot of people just need right now more than anything is like encouragement, yeah. hope, help me smile today. Yep. And uh, I'll give you one example from a, a VIP Q and a that took place. And this is one of the reasons why I'm so excited about this episode every month is I was doing this Q and a and they introduced me. There's about a hundred people in the front few rows. And I always joke with them that like, I love that segment of the uh, concert because when I come on stage later that night and the room is full, uh -huh. I'm a little less nervous because I can see <laughs> that group of people and go, there's my best friend yeah, from an hour friends? ago. Yeah. And, uh, but there was this little boy and uh, he raised his hand and I always pick the kids first. Sure, like I just course. love, and, and so they take the microphone to him and he's in the third row and he's like, can I have a hug? And I'm like, oh and so everybody did what you did. Everybody's yeah. oh. <laughs> I'm like, sure. So this kid runs down and he proceeds to give me this huge hug around yeah. my waist. And then he doesn't let go. And it's a little awkward for a yeah. second. But finally, I just felt like there was something going on. And yeah. so this crowd's kind of waiting for the you next. You just like trusted in your gut. You're like, yeah. there's something. So I knelt down and I was like, you doing okay? and just whispered into his ear off the mic. And he whispers into my ear, he goes, um, I have really bad anxiety. And sometimes it's hard for me to go to school, but when my grandma takes me and she plays your song, and it, he talked about a song called Strong Enough, and there's yeah. a line in the song that talks about, hands of mercy, won't you cover me? Mm. And he goes, he says, when, when grandma plays me the part about hands of mercy, I feel God and it helps me get out of the car. Lord have mercy. And then he releases his grip from my waist and goes back to his chair. And I, like, and I, it was hard for me to go on with that Q&A that moment, but 
I went to bed that night thinking about like, why, why does this kid, why does he even know what the word anxiety means? What's going on in this life? Why can't I help him? Like, is he, you know what I mean? And all of that, but that perspective gained of like, what, you know, you always hear it said like, be kind because everybody's Mm -hmm. fighting a hidden battle. I stand in front of crowds every night and there's 1500 hidden battles going on. And yet hopefully my songs have a chance to make an impact. And I'm hopeful that this final episode every month will be a chance for anybody who enjoys listening to the podcast or listens to my music, they get to be in the episode. They get to share what's going on in their life or ask a question. And so we're going to facilitate that final episode like a VIP Q&A. And I have a feeling like that's going to wind up being one of the favorite moments every month just to share stories and engage with people on a deeper level. That is amazing. So three-ish a month. on, And it'll be every Wednesday, right? You're going every week. Every week. No okay. breaks. No well, breaks. Now that I'm part of the That <laughs> the Sounds network, Fun Network, no Annie's not going to let me take a break. Isn't that what you said? Yeah, that's what I said. Working. I said 52 episodes or don't show up. No, not at all. The pressure's not on. No, no, no. There is no pressure. I think this show feels... You know, the thing I've seen happen... The show feels great. I didn't finish that sentence. The thing I've seen happen in quarantine and during the pandemic has been that people in in their giftings and in their callings and in what they feel they're on the planet to do have found other ways to express that same gifting and calling. Oh, yeah. And it's so this feels like such a win for you because you're still going to get to do what you do just in a very different medium. Honestly, it's opened up. All these, you know, I mean, look, out of trials in our lives, we shouldn't be surprised anymore, but we constantly are to see how God opens up new doors for us if we'll pay attention to him. Mm -hmm. And so, and for me, what's interesting about, and your podcast has been a soundtrack. I told you this off the mic, but I'll say it again. Like your podcast has wound up being a soundtrack to a lot of what the Lord's doing in my life Mm -hmm. through quarantine and What's interesting for me, Annie, is like I've worked my butt off through quarantine. Like yeah. I have been in survival mode yeah. in a in a weird way, but yeah. it's also been like creatively inspiring. Like yeah. I've been, and so dreaming up this podcast has been just as fulfilling to me as dreaming up a new record. Yeah. But at the same time, what I'm noticing in listening to podcasts like yours is. I've felt a gentle whisper from the Lord in the midst of my work ethic during quarantine to survive from my career, survive from my family, all these things. I felt like the Lord has been saying, don't get through this without letting me work on you. And and so that's been humbling for me to go, okay, I'm a striver. Psalm 4610 is my favorite verse and my least favorite verse because it convicts me. Be still. Be still. I was like, is this a quiz? Right. (laughs) Uh, well, another translation says cease striving, oh, which is wow. like, I might as well get that tattoo because I got to remember. Right. So what I'm learning, what podcasts like yours have been offering me like through yeah. any of summer is like, wait, like the Lord can work on me through a podcast, mm. like a quiet time, like a devotional book that I'm reading. Yeah. And I'm really hopeful. Like, I'm like, okay, Lord, I want you to speak through this podcast because yeah. if this is some like... I will not do this if this is some sort of a vanity thing or a work thing or whatever. This has got to be something that has one of my favorite songwriters, Tom Douglas, said to me one time. It's he said (laughs) it was interesting because I was writing with Tom Douglas and I was hoping we were gonna write the next like Carrie Underwood number one country song. The next the house that built me. Right. But we started talking and he was asking me about the songs that I write and like Christian music, stuff like that. And he looked at me, he's like, Look, man. I hope we write a big old country number one. He must have seen the ambition in my yeah. eyes. He's like, but let me tell you what you're doing over there, like writing songs inspired by people's stories. He's like, that has eternality to it. He's like, the wow. rest of this is all just, and then he said a word yeah. that's fitting in a country songwriting sure. room. But he said, this has eternality. And I was like, eternality. First of all, that's a that's a big syllable word. Yeah. But when I, it's like what he was saying was, Go to lean into what has some eternal value in somebody's mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And that's what I'm hopeful that this pod and yours does that. I'm hopeful that these episodes every week will just mm-hmm. be that little nudge in someone's life to go, hey, God loves you. Yeah. He has a plan for your story. And no matter what chapter you're in right now, he's going to do something beautiful if you'll yeah. trust in him. All right. Let's let people hear some of it. You're I'm excited. Here it is right here. I'm here nervous. <laughs> It's like playing a song for an audience for the the first first time. time. That's right. Okay, so here is your first taste of the Matthew West podcast. (laughs) 
this is the crazy thing about us talking to each other right now is we're supposed to be together on tour buses right now on stage doing concerts. Yeah. Can you believe, though, Mark, it wasn't long ago that you and I were in Albany, New York on a Sunday. I thought it was Trenton, New Jersey. Wait, what did I say? You said Guatemala. Are you okay? <laughs> you need to lay down? Yeah. Oh, man. Too long of a quarantine. <laughs> so we were in Trenton, New Jersey. Yes. Before that, we were in Albany, New York. Yeah. That's the last one we did. Right. And then we were in Trenton. We were all set up. And then Melanie called us all into the arena area to have a little meeting. Because we all knew it was coming, and it was the official, we're done. Melanie, your tour manager. My tour manager for life. Yes, she's also your wife. Indeed. That's right. And she told us that not only were we not going to be doing a concert that night on the Only Jesus Tour, but the whole tour had been postponed. Yeah. I think we were all looking a little dazed and confused and certainly concerned about what's going on in our world. And obviously, everybody knows what's unfolded now. But yeah. I tell you what, I was looking forward to singing on stage with you every single night. And so it's just good to hear your voice. Thanks for joining me. Man, thanks for having me on, bro. Am I understanding this correctly, that you've never done a podcast interview before? I have never done a podcast interview ever. Well, you're one of my favorite people in the whole world. And I was thinking about the chance to chat with you in a different light. And again, I would think people might expect that we would spend all of our time talking about the music that you've created. And we're going to get to that. But, yes, you know, we are supposed to be on tour together. And one of the things that I was enjoying so much on our tour was a moment where I got to sit on the side of the stage and watch you put the microphone down, pick up some pencils and paintbrushes. And you began to create the most incredible portraits of the face of Jesus. And I was absolutely and totally blown away by this like secret talent that you all of a sudden put on display in front of sold out crowds every night. And it was such a moving experience to see how you created these portraits, how you went about these sketches. But I mean, I just have always known you as an amazing singer and speaker and songwriter. And all of a sudden, this guy starts creating these incredible sketches. Mm -hmm. I want to start there and I want to hear about how that even came out of you and how you discovered you had that talent. Well, in school, drawing was kind of all that I was able to do halfway well. Came up in all the LD classes. I have dyslexia and ADD. So School was not a happy place for me. It just kind of showed me what I wasn't. So I would just draw and doodle all the time. I didn't know at the time I had a gift of any kind for it. It's just the only thing that I could do. So I drew growing up. That's what I kind of thought I would be. And I was going to go to school and do that full on. And God called me into ministry instead. And I kind of thought the drawing thing would kind of go away. Hmm. And uh, I actually started writing songs in college. I had sort of decided for myself that actually I never thought I couldn't be a writer. It never occurred to me to try because the way I was brought up and the way school raised me was this is not your thing, right? Mm. <laughs> so when I got to Bible college, I had to write creatively for some of the first times and saw that I was drawing pictures with words. And that sort of drew me into another way of drawing because when I'm writing a song, I'm seeing it. It's like a movie. Wow. Actually, you and I have joked about that because I'll always kind of storyboard on a sheet of paper. I'll kind of draw things out of what I want to see, you know, said. And then it's like 45 minutes long and you dial me down to a normal song. <laughs> but <laughs> do you have to say all of that, Mark? But they need to know the sky was blue that day. So uh, I started writing songs and that just sort of became the way I did it. And art just kind of went to the sidelines. And when cancer happened about five years ago, there was some downtime and I found myself drawing a little bit again. But then was it two years ago when my voice problem started yeah. and I wasn't able to speak for a little over a month Wow! because I had surgery on my vocal cords and I had a uh, paralyzed nerve in the vocal cord. So here I am, not only can I not sing, I can't talk either. We had just recorded the record, Only Jesus. We're about to launch this thing out right? and I'm silent. And it was a tough few weeks. We had to cancel a Christmas tour. And in that time, I took my daughter to Italian restaurants. You know, the Italian restaurants, they have the paper on the table. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the server will come up and go, my name's Gretchen. And I'll write it upside down. And you spend the rest of the time with the crayons trying to figure out how to write your name upside <laughs> right, down. Right. So I grabbed two crayons and Reagan was sitting across from me. I'd never tried it before. And I just, with both hands, 
since she was across from me, I drew it upside down. Come on. And I drew a face with both hands for her. And it, it wasn't anything special. It was just kind of scribbly. And she just like, Dad, what did you just do? And uh, I said, I don't know. I've never done that before. And that night, I came home and started just trying it and trying to draw. And I've never really tried ever in my life to draw Jesus. It's never been something that I like doing portraits and stuff. I guess it just was the moment that only Jesus was the song. And I remember going down in my room and I was pretty low and uh, just trying to figure out how is this going to work. The the tour just got canceled. I don't know if I'm going to sing again. They're not making me any promises. Mm. And when I sat down to draw, that's what started. And it was just the picture I have in my head. There's nothing magical about it. I didn't see it on a piece of toast. It doesn't speak to me. (laughs) It was just a drawing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's don't get weird people. All right. (laughs) But I just started drawing and I remember watching his face just happen on this sheet of paper. And it was just something I I realized this needs to be part of this journey. This is how I'm going to worship for now. Wow. I can't sing. I can't do my thing. And I remember even asking God, like, God, you got to fix this. This is kind of what I do, you know, to the point that I was even saying things that I know better than to say, like, God, this is who I am. Mm. And it's like the lessons I've been teaching and the songs I've been writing, my feelings ran away with me instead. Wow. And God had to remind me, no, actually, you are not a singer. (laughs) You are mine. You're my child. And you sing. Wow. So singing can come and go, Mark, but you are mine Mm. and you worship me and you trust me. And um, it's kind of like when Jesus looked, when they asked him, like, what about him? I think he was talking to, they were asking about John, maybe. Yeah. What's he going to have to do? He goes, what does it matter to you? You follow me. And in the moments that we're in a dark place, we're like, well, well, this isn't fair. Look at everywhere else. And Jesus says, hey, you just follow me through this. And I remember thinking, all right, this is how my worship's going to happen. So every night I go down in the basement and I would draw this picture just over and over, different styles, different ways. And when my voice started coming back and we're trying to figure out how to do the tour, I'm talking to Kyle Lawless and he's putting video together and we're talking to my doctors. Zach Williams is coming out on tour with us. And we remember thinking, okay, how do we do this? You probably can't sing all the songs like normal. Um, right. So we're going to have to have you sing a song or two and then have Megan sing this one instead. And Melody can sing this one. And even Zach could come out and he's going to do one or two of your songs. So that your voice could slowly build its strength back up. Right. So I was just going to baby step into this. And then he said, well, what if we had some videos to use? And Kyle saw the drawing. He says, dude, you're doing that on the stage. And I said, dude, no, I'm not. Wow. (laughs) So that ain't going to happen. And uh, I said, it takes me like an hour or 30 minutes to do this drawing. I said, people don't want to watch anything for four minutes now, you know, much less 30. (laughs) And uh, he said, well, you got to figure out how you're going to do it. And literally the first day of the tour in rehearsal, I sat a sheet of paper up and tried it for the first time doing it super fast because I needed to do it in eight minutes. Right. And that day I'd never painted before. I found watercolor pencils, drew it and colored in with the pencils and painted it from there. And that's when it started. So really the first successful one of those done was at the very first concert of the tour in front of several thousand close friends. Oh man. That's incredible. (laughs) That's incredible. So as nervous as we get when we sing, now it's like I'm starting all over again for the first time. I'm like, please, like that new kid walking into the middle school lunchroom. Somebody love me? Anyone, please? (laughs) Can anybody see those sketches somewhere? You don't really post them a lot on your Instagram feed, do you? You know, I did do a few. They're on the Mark Hall CC one. There's even some videos of me doing it, like a time lapse kind of a thing. But we had Megan sing, and she sang Who Am I? Yes. While I yes. drew and painted the picture. And just recently, I was at a fundraiser for a ministry, and I drew it and painted it while talking and sang the song Who Am I while painting it. And I feel like this is just going to be part of my story that, that's going to be in our concerts from now on. Not because of who I am, but because of what you've done. Not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. In every episode of Let's Go to the Story House, I'm going to have a segment called Songs from the Story House. Now, in case I didn't mention this before, the Story House is a real place. Let me paint the picture for you. There's a house that I built behind where I live. It's where I go to work every single day. I write my songs there. I record my albums. 
I write my books, and now I create this podcast, All in the Story House. One of the reasons I was so excited to create this show was to kind of open the front door to the Story House and invite you in. And I wouldn't be giving you the full tour if I didn't give you the chance to hear some of the powerful stories that have inspired some of the songs you may know. So I'm very excited to bring this to you in every episode, Songs from the Story House. Today we're going to get to talk to a young man named William who met me backstage at a concert during a VIP meet and greet, and he shared what he called his miracle with me. Let's talk to William. William. What's up? How you doing, buddy? Pretty good, and you? Oh, I'm doing great. It's great to talk to you today. Same here. I want you to tell all the listeners of this podcast a little bit of your story. It's a powerful story. It was so impactful to me that, as you know, it it inspired a song. I want you to talk about what you told me, okay? Yes. At three weeks old, I stopped breathing. My dad started giving me CPR. And while my dad was giving me CPR, my sisters called 911. They took us to the hospital, and they didn't find anything, and then they sent my parents home with medicine for me and just say if he does it then give him this it happened again after a mri and a ct scan they found that i had a stroke many times during that night i stopped breathing three weeks old you suffered a stroke yes doctors said that i would never walk or talk and then so i started pulling up on the coffee table and started like walking around it and they're all like oh my gosh like wow (laughs) (laughs) so despite what the doctor said like you started taking your first steps yes that's amazing yes they took me back to the doctor's office and he was like okay well he might be able to walk but he'll never be able to run when i did my testimony to my church after i said that i ran a lap around my church And what happened? What did the church do when you started running a lap around your church? They all stood up and applause like a concert just ended or something cool like that. And I wasn't even done with my testimony, so I had to wait till they finished applauding to continue my testimony. You know what we call that? We call that dropping the mic. Yes, sir. You dropped the mic. That is awesome. Didn't you tell me you actually did drop the mic and run a lap? Yes. <laughs> I want to tell you something. When you told me that part of the story backstage, (laughs) man, I got choked up because I was like, I just could picture that moment. And it felt like such an awesome moment where here you are like standing in front of your church. And you know why they stood up for you? Because they were seeing in front of them what a real miracle looks like. And that's exactly what you are, man. I think that's just so incredible. The doctor said you'd never walk. You started walking. They said you'd never talk. I started talking. <laughs> they said you'd never run. I started running. And not only have you started running, but you beat me in a race. Thanks a lot. Okay, well, you were in boots and both of us were in jeans, so it was a fair match. <laughs> okay, so we need to tell the <laughs> listeners what happened. All right, so you tell me your story backstage in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. I come back home to Nashville, and little did you know that when I went back to the bus, actually, that night after meeting you, here's what I wrote in my phone, in my notes where I keep all my song titles, Walking Miracles. In fact, I found a video that I filmed with my arm around you backstage because I was so moved by your story that right in that moment, I wanted other people to hear how awesome you were. Even that day when we met, what did I call you in that video? A walking miracle. And I posted it on social media. I said, hey, you guys got to meet this kid, William. He's got a powerful story. He's a walking miracle. And then that night after my concert, I went back to the bus and I wrote it in my phone, the word walking miracles. And that began the process of me writing a song with your name. Now, do you already know that song by heart? Yes, I know every single word. Okay, l- I'm going to test you. <laughs> Let me hear the first verse that talks about you. How's the song start? Let, Let me tell you about William. He's, He's been, been fighting battles since day one. The doctor said his life was over. Yeah, before it had begun. He said he never walked, but now, now he walks. He said, he said he never talked, talked but now he talks. talks. I guess you could say... He's a living, breathing, walking miracle. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) Round of applause for William. (laughs) 
All right, y'all. So that is part of the first episode of the Matthew West podcast. You can actually go right now and you can hear two of those and then one of the Q&As, right, Matthew? Yeah. yeah, We're giving everybody a a taste of what's to come. Yes. Okay. Yay. So so starting today, Matthew, three of those are available to everybody. Yeah. So we (laughs) we decided to like launch it with at the, you know. At the guidance of the That Sounds Fun <laughs> Network. Well, we all decided you, together. You guys, but you guys have been like showing me the way, which has been super helpful because, yeah, you know, fun. as a as a beginner in this, it's like, I want like expert minds around me and yeah. saying, here's how to do it. So, but we were really excited about these first few episodes and really wanted to share with people because I know like when I get into a podcast, like I start digging deep I quickly. Binge. Yeah. I binge. <laughs> yeah. And you know what I found is like binge listening to podcasts has uh-huh. been way better for my life than binge watching Amen. TV shows. Right. So um, so I'm loving like Dadville yeah. and like all these different, <laughs> which was funny because we had created this segment called Dad Vice. Yeah. And then I saw the launch of the Dadville podcast. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, like, okay. great minds think alike. Yeah, that's right. Your rides will be right next to each other at the amusement <laughs> yes. park. It'll be great. Exactly. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation with Matthew to tell you about our friends over at Indeed. What does 2020 mean for small businesses? This is a question we've been asking here, and many of y'all have been asking at your workplace as well. Well, what's true is that you've got to do more with less, and suddenly every single hire is like critical. But there are fewer resources to find the right people. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need and you can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Things like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. And with 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, did y'all get that? 73% of people looking for jobs online are visiting Indeed each month. Indeed is going to get you the important hire that you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our friends, you guys, a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. So try Indeed out with a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash sounds fun. Listen, this is their best offer anywhere. And also, can I just say to you, if you run a small business, you need help. You shouldn't be doing this alone. So let Indeed help you find the exact right person. Go right now to Indeed.com slash sounds fun. Some terms and conditions apply. And this offer is valid through September 30th. So you guys, Indeed.com slash sounds fun. Go get you a new employee. The best one, the right one. Indeed.com slash sounds fun. And now back to the show. I think it's, to me, it just feels so fun to give people these three. And then next Wednesday, today's Thursday, next yeah. Wednesday, they get a brand new one. Brand new one. Yeah. yeah. And we're create. I'll tell you what, I'm super excited about the guest list, the folks that have agreed to join me yeah. for this show. And I think it's going to be just one incredible story telling after the other. Yeah. And um, I'm really, I've got some calls in to, uh, to your people to see if we can... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think on. we will make it work. That, you're be busy though. Honor. I mean, you're, you know, we got to uh, let you have time to write your books and stuff too. But, I but I want to get you on the show. My wife and I loved uh, being. I think it was cl- in Valentine yeah. Valentine's time. Couples month, February. Fe- yeah, that's right. It and was so fun. I've had more. Uh, I've had more people than I even expected to say. And I know a lot of people listen to the show. Yeah. But like, I've had a lot of people that surprised me. Like, hey, I heard your your. Your story of your marriage yeah. with your wife on that show. So, and my wife Emily, she'll make an appearance on the I podcast hope so. as yeah, well. Yeah, she should. And my daughters Lulu and Delaney, you can uh-huh. hear their talents in the theme song. The actually, theme song. Yeah, <laughs> we sing it. We've told you this. We sing the theme song around here. It just is. Yeah. It's a hooky one. It's an it, well. How do you do that? What you mean is it's an annoying one. It's. <laughs> I tried to, I wanted to write, well, first of all, I was like, I'm not going to have a podcast without writing a theme song. Second of all, like my favorite theme songs are the ones that have just the right level of obnoxious. And I feel like I've succeeded in that. It's quite (laughs) obnoxious. It's great. It's so great. And the girls are singing on it. 
Yeah, I mean, oh, it's I not, it. I'm still, you know, I don't know that I've hit hit it out of the park in terms of like, uh, you know, mypillow.com or something <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not sure <laughs> it's as good as my pillow, but uh, we It's try. pretty close. It's pretty close. Okay, I can't wait to hear what people say, Matthew. Oh, this man. is going to be so fun. Well, thanks for the opportunity. I'm oh, super excited wow. and uh, to be able to partner with your network, I think yeah. it's going to be really incredible. So, um, it's our you know, honor. We believe in putting, I mean, just last week we put out... 360 minutes of content and 900,000 downloads. That's incredible. And you just think, I mean, I can cry saying it to you. You just think that very little that has to do with me. That's all these hosts doing right. an amazing, doing amazing shows. But you go where there was nothing. Now there's gospel <sighs> where there was nothing. 360 minutes of shows and 900,000 years. Uh. That'll that'll make you work hard for the rest of your life. And that's and that's what I'm excited to be a part of. And I would yeah. even say not only where there was nothing, but like where there's darkness. Yes. You know, where there's a lot of darkness in our world yes. right now, you shed a whole lot of light through yeah. your network. And and for our show to be a little part of that, like oh, gets me wait. that gets me so fired We're up. We're really hoping you send us over to a million week. We want oh, a million right? week real bad. Is that my goal? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If not, I'll just feel like a, a crushed yeah, yeah, yeah. failure. You failed. Because I'm learning yeah. my Enneagram now. So <laughs> there's a there's a lot. There's a lot going on up in my head. <laughs> We're really excited. We just feel like it's such an honor that you would trust us with your show. Oh, and, man. And with, you know, where there's darkness, we'll put light. That's and the it's goal. Such a joy. I mean, that is what we're here for. Yeah. The eternality. Yes. Thank you, Tom Douglas, Thank for you, a Tom big Douglas, word. Thank you, Tom Douglas, of course, that word. Okay, you know the last question we always ask? Yes. Because the show is called That Sounds Fun, Matthew West. Yeah. Tell me what you do for fun. Okay, so uh, this is not, and I'm not just kissing up. I'm, <laughs> I'm yeah, so here's what I've been doing for fun. I bought some new sneakers. Yeah, what kind? What'd you get? Uh, Nike, but Nike. they're like these... Uh, they're for high intensity training. Okay. Which doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that I'm high intensity training. But you're prepared if you do. Exactly. Yeah. If I ever want to. Yeah. <laughs> if it ever came, <laughs> came the right time, you could. But I've been getting up and I've been putting my AirPods in. Yeah. And I've been listening to all the Ennius Summers yes. and going back. Going back and to the, 19. And does this qualify for fun? Because yeah. what's refreshing for me is like, listening and learning all the different personality types. I'm a little late to the Enneagram game, yeah, but it's so needed. And so I've been taking these long, this may not sound like fun no, at all. No, it's great. These You're long, sweaty walks. Yeah. It is so hot outside. So hot. Are you getting up early? Uh, this morning I got up early yeah. because I knew I was coming here. And, <laughs> and then at night again, we go for another walk. So oh, I'm like, I'm like becoming Nashville's you Forrest know, Gump. Tw <laughs> you know, 2019's, Enneagram three female Marissa. I was is, listening this you know morning. You know who she is. Yeah, you know she's she, my Jeff's, yes wife. I was listening. I'm like, wait a minute. I recognize her voice. Yeah. So Jeff and I were writing songs the other day. Yeah. And oh my gosh. He and I. He used to be in my band. Yes. Um, yeah. I remember that and when so, they met. He was in your band. I think. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So I know. I go way back with yeah. them. And Isn't that uh, fun. Yeah. So much fun. So that's been fun for me is like putting in my AirPods and going for a walk. Tell me my, why walking matters when it's this hot. <laughs> why? Like, why is it a good yeah, idea? Why, why is it good for you? I, I don't know. I think, um, I don't spend a lot of time by myself. Mm. Most of my life is in front of people, very public, obviously just yeah. because of my, my, uh, line of work. And so I have found it to be, I'm also, I'm working on a book and Let's I have go. found it to be, I have a hard time working on things like that that require me to be alone for mm -hmm. I, I and I've never been very comfortable being alone and yeah. I've and I realize why I read a book um by Henry Nowen that oh, talks yeah. about which one um well he talks about the power of silence solitude uh, it's called the uh something of the heart the uh Oh my we'll goodness. link it. Jenna will find it. She's a great detective. But he talks about the importance of silence, mm -hmm. solitude, and prayer and why we're so uncomfortable mm -hmm. in that, but why he calls it the furnace of transformation. Yeah. And so part of that has been me going for my walks. Yeah. And and I and I can't sit still very well. I'm not yeah. very good at relaxing. That's something I really struggle with. So I know it sounds weird, but like walking feels relaxing in a way. Yeah. And okay. I'm still being productive. I mean, if you get your daughters a trampoline, you can relax <laughs> on a trampoline too. My daughters want a trampoline <laughs> so bad. Please tell about her drawing a circle. That is the funniest story. Well, okay. So they must be wired like me because it's like the one thing you don't have is the one thing you want. <laughs> All right. And so like we dream come true pool in our backyard. Yeah. Okay. I'm not, 
you know, people can, people give me a hard, oh, it must be nice having a pool. Like our, You're like, yeah, but we our eat friend John Christ yeah. gives me a hard time about having a pool. <laughs> oh, is that a listener supported pool right there? I'm like, come on, man. So, so I get, we get this beautiful pool. The kids love it. And of course they decide, no, 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 no. We need a trampoline. Yeah. I'm like, guys, there's literally no room in our backyard for a trampoline. My daughter seeking to prove me wrong takes a can of spray paint, spray paint, goes in the backyard and draws the dimensions of a trampoline that she found oh my online, draws this out and to prove that it could, it fit. could fit. Now it could fit. Nobody could ever walk back there, but it could fit. <laughs> then for consecutive days, she said, she's like, dad, ask me what I'm doing. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm going to go jump on the trampoline right now. And then she goes out into the patch of grass <laughs> And jumps up and down <laughs> to get me to feel sorry for her. This is that's impressive. That's high quality, that's high tactics. level skills. Yeah, I'm very impressed. I'm gonna have a talk with her. That's impressive. She needs to be a guest yeah, on your right. show. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We need to get some young women and men in here. Um, okay, I have a question for you, and then we'll be done. I know okay. I said that was your last question, but I turned 40 in July, mm-hmm. and for the first 40 days of 40, I'm asking leaders, mentors, pastors in my life two things. So I'm gonna ask you the two things Go for the for first. It. You'll be my guy today. Okay. Sometimes it's men, sometimes it's women, but you're okay. my guy today. Number one, sometime today when you pray. Will you pray for me? Oh, That's my 100%. first ask. Number two is if you could tell me one book to read in my life besides the Bible, and I'm buying them all, and I'm writing on the inside cover who told me to read them. Oh, wow. So what book would you tell me to add to my 40, first 40 days of 40 bookshelf? Well, I'm just going to tell you the first one that popped Great. into my head. Let's and trust it's, the Lord um, that. it's a book called A Prayer for Owen Meany really? by John yeah. Irving. Yeah. And I haven't read that in so long. Have you read it already? I mean- I think I was in college when I owned it. I don't know why it just popped into my head. I'll read it again. And it just like I don't, that move that book like I don't know why I could I could never put it down and I yeah. just read it like so I know I probably should have like thought of a uh, uh, no, I'm getting both. I'm getting spiritual. Book, but... I'm getting a. I got a business book. I got yeah. novels. People are literally telling me everything. Yeah. But okay. I'm also. I'm, I'm, the, oh, now you want to be spiritual about it? No, no, no. Oh, well, my phone's off. I turned it off because <laughs> I, so I wanted to be you, professional. <laughs> there was. Well, I also listened to a lot of books about like efficiency. Oh, really? Like and, four hour work week kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. kind of like. Uh, yeah, Tim. What's his name? Uh, yeah. The Tim Ferriss, maybe. Yes, that's it. Ferriss. Yeah. And right. um, but then there's there's another book called Getting Things Done. Yeah. Like sometimes titles like they're so cheesy, but like I'll buy the audio book. Yep. And then I listen while I'm walking, which I'm thinking that's it's because I can't sit still or something. I do the same thing. I have yeah. a hard time finishing novels sometimes. Yeah. And I'm so I'm listening to one right now mm. by Tanishi Coates. I can't remember the title of the novel, but oh, The Water Dancer. And so I'm listening to it mm. instead of reading it. Cause I because I like that. I like longer stories. Well, uh I read I also like depending on who's reading it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went back and listened to um this past week I I went through Blue Like Jazz again. Yeah. Oh my god. Donald gosh, Miller. I, yeah, I haven't listened to that or read it. But so the guy long. he's got to read it on the audiobook, yeah. it like brings it to life in yeah. another way. Cause it's not him reading it. It's this famous voice yeah yeah yeah. it's it's the kind of voice that i want to read me bedtime yeah, stories that's right but i'll tell you what when your book comes out you got to read your own audiobook i uh, we all do but it's hard isn't it it is really hard but it but it especially now because you're going to have a massive podcast following that they're going to get used to hearing you talk they're going to so you want have to you. do it yeah you have to do it now what do your readers have you found that your readers enjoy go like are, is audio it seem like people are slow to find audiobooks or is that not still not the way it's changing now okay so do your readers find that they love hearing you actually read your own words yeah the one of my books i didn't read two well sorry two of my books i didn't read one i did the intro and outro but i was so sick i think i might have had the virus back in january i mean i was so sick that i couldn't i couldn't do it without coughing and so i was unable to do it i just said to the guy it was it's for speak love one of my teen books i was like I'm so sorry. I just can't do it. So did you hire somebody so, else? To yeah. Do so it? they got they got a professional to do it. And then my book, Let's All Be Brave, someone else is reading because of contractual things. And now, have you listened to Malcolm Gladwell's Talking to Strangers? Yes. Okay. So the way he did his audiobook, where it sounds like a podcast, yes, is it's the way incredible. People like you and I are going to start doing. I mean, that's how my the that sounds fun book in February. It's sa- it's going to sound like podcast episodes. It feels like a podcast. Yeah. That I that's thought that was incredibly. Of course, he would be innovative. Yes. Malcolm Gladwell's books <laughs> and don't you uh, you're probably smarter than me but nope. like i feel like i have to read his books 
twice. That's right. Yes. I mean, it's like chew on it. It's like C.S. Lewis from it's like, okay, yes, I know I need to do this. Yes. I'm going to like be hard on myself for not understanding it the first time. <laughs> That's right. That's gonna right. I'm going to go again. I'm yeah. going to remember some of this and not remember other pieces. But totally. you're right about the, uh, that talking to strangers was like this immersive. Is immersive the right yeah, word? Yeah, that's right. That and that's experience. what you'll get to do when your audiobook comes out for your book because you'll get to sing your intro song and you'll get to do all that. Well, here's the problem. The one t- so the one time I read my own audiobook uh-huh. on my last book, the only thing that drove me nuts is while I'm reading it, I find a spelling error oh, in right. the manuscript. And guess what? It's too late to it's fix it. It's too late. And forever and a day, that book will always be associated with the spelling. Because you can't fix them all. You can't fix them all. So the average is that every book has five mistakes. Five is grammar or spelling mistakes. Yeah. Anything less than five is thumbs up. Oh, so that makes me feel better. But here's the other thing you should do. You should read the book out loud before you turn it in. I, it is the last thing I do. Is I like We're about to get the final edits for That Sounds Fun. And I will print it out and read it out loud. Because you will go, that says that. And it's supposed to say than. And that, but but every editor's brain can miss one or two things out of seventy thousand words, right? Well, we will blame the editor. A hundred percent. It's not me. <laughs> My job is to give you the words. You're supposed to make them pretty. So, thank you for doing this, Matthew. We are thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to hear the Matthew West podcast thank you. and to have you as a friend. So, I'm really grateful. Thanks, Annie. Y'all, isn't he the best? Oh my gosh, this podcast is going to be such a huge gift. I can't wait for y'all to hear all the episodes. You heard it in the clip that we got to hear of the Matthew West podcast. It's just an awesome show. I promise you, we will only introduce you to shows that we believe in and love. And that is true today. Again, go ahead and subscribe to the Matthew West podcast and you'll get the first three episodes, which should hold you over the weekend until next Wednesday when a new one drops again. And we just love Matthew West around here. He is a favorite in our office. If you are not following him, go find him on all the social media places and give him a follow. Tell him thanks for being on the show and welcome to the That Sounds Fun Network. And whenever anybody starts something new, they can always use some encouragement. So after you listen to these first three episodes, you should tell Matthew how much you love the new show. I've been telling him constantly, but it'll mean more from y'all. He's tired of hearing it from me. So go tell him after you listen how much you love the Matthew West podcast. Hey, and don't forget to check out all the shows on the That Sounds Fun Network. The Next Right Thing with Emily P. Freeman, Annie and Eddie Keep Talking, Be the Bridge with Latasha Morrison, Stories from 100 Days to Brave, Dadville with John McLaughlin and Dave Barnes, and of course, this the That Sounds Fun podcast, the flagship show of the network. These are all shows that we really, really love and believe in, and we think you will too. If you need anything else from me, y'all know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all the places you may need me. That is how you can find me. It's like embarrassing how easy I am to find y'all. And I think that's it for me today, friends. What an absolute joy to introduce you to the Matthew S. Podcast. I mean, you could ask Jenna. She is sitting across the table from me. I'm smiling ear to ear. She's smiling ear to ear. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. We're just so happy to be a part of helping this incredible show get off the ground. It's Matthew's dream. It's his team's hard work. But man, we're honored to be a part of it. We are just so, so grateful. So I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. And I will do the same. So will Jenna. I will. Okay. I don't know what I'll do yet. (laughs) And we'll see you back here on Monday. Y'all have a great weekend.